It's Apple event day, and that means we're here to dissect and share our reactions to the new iPhones 15, the new Apple Watches, and more here on Mac Geek Gab 999, the super palindromic expialidocious <laughs> edition for Tuesday, September 12th, 2023. <laughs> Greetings, folks, and welcome to Mac Geek Gab, the show where we usually answer your questions and share your tips and share some cool stuff found. But today, we are doing things a little differently because, of course, there was an Apple event earlier on this wonderful September 12th. And so uh, we are here to talk about it and do all of those things. Sponsors for this episode include PIAVPN.com slash MGG, where you can go to save 82% off of their great VPN service, plus uh, like four free months. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. And then also BB Edit. At barebones.com. So we'll talk about both of those things in a little while. For now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in Longmont, Colorado, I'm Jeff Gamut. Thanks for joining me here on this, Jeff Gamut. This is, uh, I know we've had you on for several uh, Apple event reaction episodes, and so it seemed perfectly fitting to have you here for this one. Well, when, when you asked if I could be on, there was no hesitation. It, it, it was, I, I couldn't type yes fast enough awesome. because of course I want to be here with you doing this. Yeah, it's, it's great. Pete was unable to make it today. So it is just the two of us. For those of you listening at home, um, it's also a, a, an interesting episode for us. It is Mac geek cab nine ninety nine, right? It is the last of the triple digits. It is the, uh, it is the, one of the most palindromic episodes we've ever had because it's all the same number, right? But what's cool is we actually get three, two palindromic episodes in the next three weeks because this one, right? Because 1,001 is coming up. You got it. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. So uh, it's very cool. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. It's, um, it's, for a lot of reasons, it's good to have you here for this particular episode. You and I, uh, many times over the years, have dissected Apple events together, either on this show or on Daily Observations, which was a show that you and I worked together to create or mm -hmm. running the Mac Observer. So it's, um, yeah, it, it feels it feels very, very natural and very good and. Uh, yeah, and it's I a agree. special episode. You were, you know, you were around when Mac Geek Gab started. So, you know, it's. Um, oh, my God. I'm old. I, yeah, same. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> sorry. Oh. Sorry. Hurts, but in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, I think I, I want to just dive right in here. And as always, I never feel any obligation to go in the exact same order that Apple did for their event. Of course, they started with watches and, uh, and you know, because of course things. they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, but, you know, I like to look at the things that sort of matter to us and and go and craft our own little path through. We're not here to regurgitate what Apple said uh, in its entirety. We're not here to just just summarize the event 
you, because you get to watch it. And, and there are other people out there summarizing the event. What we do is we dissect and share our reactions to the things that we react to, which means that there might be some stuff that we don't cover. And that's OK. Uh, but I want to start with the iPhones 15. So mm-hmm. uh, as typical, two different models, the 15, two different families of iPhone, the 15, the 15 Pro, and then there are the uh, standard and max sizes in each of those 6.1 and 6.7 inches. I, 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 I want to jump around here when – so in terms of the sizes, they sound like the same sizes that we've had for a little while. They do. They do. Um, however, as often happens over the last week or so, I've been receiving shipments from various third-party vendors of cases mm-hmm. uh, for the new, what's called up until today, 2023 6.1-inch iPhone, right? Uh, Pro, uh, iPhone Pro, which is important, mm-hmm. an important distinction. And as always, I take my existing current, then current gen iPhone Pro, so my 14 Pro, and I put it in the cases to see, did the buttons move? Whatever, great, because it's the same size, 6.1, 6.1. And with cases from all of the vendors I've received, which are multiple and they are very um, reputable vendors. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm supposed to share their names yet, so I won't. But... Um, my iPhone 14 Pro did not fit into the case with the 15 Pro. It was my 14 Pro was a little too tall. And I didn't understand mm. that until today. In fact, I thought with the first one showed up that maybe one vendor had made a mistake. But when they both were like this, I realized, no, there's something going on. And jumping around, I, I think that it is because the 15 Pro, uh, when Apple was announcing that it is titanium, they said, and that makes the uh, that allows us to make the the uh, case for the for the phone, not the not the case that you'd put around the phone, but the the shell of the phone, like the, the frame, the frame a little bit thinner. And it was like, ah, ding, ding, ding. Uh, yes. So, no, your 14 Pro case would probably cause the iPhone 15 Pro to swim a little bit in it and fall out. And so you probably don't want to do that. This seems like a great third-party opportunity for yeah. uh, for um, in-case bumpers. Oh, yeah. You think people will will sell, you know, adapto kits to make your 14 Pro case work with the 15 Pro? I don't think so. I think they want to sell you I, a new case. Yeah, they want to sell you a new case. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but I could see the company that's like, man, we just don't have the infrastructure to make cases, but we can take um, uh, adhesive silicone strips and we can die cut the crap out of those all day long it's huh. i don't think it's you, going to happen but i don't know you i it, mean it could as you say that that is this is a perfect opportunity for a cottage industry right it's it's a low priced should be a low priced item that can be made like you said die cut or even potentially 3d printed although you know maybe it's simpler to just do the die cutting like you said but yeah i could see that like like the the all of the various continuity camera mounts that just come and go on Amazon. You know, you buy one today and then in a few days, like that same one isn't there, but something very similar to it is. Mm-hmm. I, I could see something like this showing up. Sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 My guess is it would screw up your MagSafe connector. Uh, 
depending on the, it I don't line think it's, up right. Yeah, the thickness. It's it for me where it felt like it was too big was on the height of the phone, like the 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 long edge of the mm-hmm. phone from the top to the bottom. But we'll see. So I I, I wanted to share that, but that, that's certainly not the most important thing to uh, to spend all of our time on. Let's let's talk about the phones. What what was what jumped out to you on on the iPhones 15 or 15 Pro? Uh, I'll start with the 15s. Okay. Um, and uh, for, first thing was when when for the 15 line they said thinner bezels. Yes. And that was actually a point where I thought, hmm, well. Maybe cases aren't going to work. Um, when they started talking about the changes they were making to the frame there, uh, so you have the the more contoured edges. They're doing the 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 etching for texturing for better grip. Uh, they talked about the the new strong coating on the display surface, and just all the things that they they were talking about going down the line about, about making it more comfortable in your hand and making it more grippy. Yeah. And what what that tells me is that Apple really, really would love us to not put cases on our iPhones. I, I, I had the same feeling as I was. Yes. Like, and, and this is true. Like Apple really doesn't, want us to put cases on our iPhones. I think that's especially true now of the 15 pro or may land better with the 15 pro mm-hmm. being made of titanium. People saying, well, a titanium super strong, like, and B gorgeous. Like maybe I just want to, f- and maybe it feels good or feels, feels good or not feels gooder, feels good <laughs> or feels safer in one's hand. If, if mm-hmm. like you said, it's been, it's been edged. The other thing that I noticed as they were talking about these. So the, the iPhone 15, right? The, uh, it, it's got a, the, an OLED display, mm-hmm. right? This is the, the non pro model, right? OLED display goes all the way up to 2000 nits. Uh, if you're running HDR, it's 1600 nits. Uh, like it, it, it's got this whole new matte finish. It's got the ceramic shield on the glass, uh, the cameras on the 15, regular 15 uh are quite impressive 48 megapixel yes. main camera uh a telephoto using the center 12 megapixels of the camera uh, it, it's got auto portrait mode which i have been seeing on my iphone 14 pro with with the ios 17 betas i have seen it jump into portrait mode so i think that we all might get that or at least some of us yeah. might get that all the night mode enhancements and as they were going through that, and there's some other things I want to talk about too. And maybe we'll even come back to some of those that I just glossed over. But as they were talking about that, my feeling was this is, they're describing a pro iPhone here. They are selling this to pro customers. In fact, they even said something like very early on, uh, they said this is going to be a hit with our pro users. They, 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 yes, you're right. They did say that. And so that's interesting to me. And, and it's interesting for a lot of reasons. One, the big one is amongst the 
people that I talk to regularly, many of whom are nerds like us, who mm -hmm. almost always buy a new phone every year, even though we really don't need to. Uh, a lot of folks were like, I don't know if this is the year that I'm skipping a phone. Like, I don't know that I need a new phone. You know, the economy isn't as rocking as it has been for a while. Right. Y you know, and so it's much softer economically. You know, people are more conservative with their dollars and a little more risk averse. And so like this was an interesting, given that backdrop in my own head, I thought it was really interesting that one of the first things they said was, this is going to be a hit with our pro users. Cause it's like, mm. you, you, you've, what you're doing is setting up my hypothesis, which is, which is, yeah, the economy is not as good. People are a little more risk averse with uh, with spending, and but there's a lot of people that really, really wanted the iPhone 14 Pro. So Apple says, "Let's give them the iPhone 14 Pro at a more affordable price." Yes, and uh, and they just change out the the outer shell on it, essentially. Essentially, right, and. Uh, and then sell it at a lower price. There we go. Now you have the iPhone 15, but it's basically the iPhone 14 Pro. It's basically, you're right. The camera is only two cameras, not three. Like, it, you know, it's essentially the iPhone 14 Pro, but it's a better camera than I would have expected in the non-Pro model. And I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And w when they started rattling off camera specs... I, I was quite surprised because I felt like I was listening to to the pro iPhone camera specs. Yep. Yep. I, I, same. I, and I, I was actually sitting there with my wife and my daughter. It was the first time I had company watching an Apple event that wasn't like you while we were sitting next to each other somewhere in California. Right. Uh, yeah. Good times. Good times. Yeah, exactly. But uh, for the couch, usually I am left alone in the living room, but my daughter's home from Italy. And so she was there with me. And it was really interesting because it was, you know, we were it, it, we were able to have some conversation. And, and then, of course, we had conversation in our Mac Geek Cab Discord room, too. And there was a lot of this like, well, what's the differentiator going to be? And we'll get to that. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I mean, we will address what Apple says the differentiator is, whether that is a differentiator that matters to you or me is going to be interesting. But um, but yeah, I, I it, it it is interesting. I switching gears for a second, I was super and like I am super impressed and happy that the emergency SOS that we got starting last year carries over, you know, to the iPhone 15 and 15 Pro. Mm -hmm. Not only is it uh, and they have the find my via satellite so that, well, yes, find my via satellite. They also have like, we'll come rescue you uh, if you're dying in the woods or whatever. But now there's roadside assistance through AAA in the United States. So this has moved from it's not just for I'm dying in the woods. It's now for my car died in the woods, right? That you can use this SOS for not just calls that you would make to 911 here in the United States. I was not surprised to see this feature at all. Okay. And the reason being is because I, I get how people are. 
what what to first responders qualifies as a real SOS emergency and what qualifies to the average person as a real emergency are not the same thing. So Fair. you being stuck, lost on a back road, out of gas, to you as an average user, this is my, my time to... To, to do emergency SOS because holy crap I'm lost it's night I don't I I don't have gas in my car yeah but for first responders that's a triple A call correct so correct of yeah course, yeah you don't it call makes sense. you don't call the, the, you don't call nine one one when your car is stuck in the woods usually I mean there might be a scenario where you would oh, but you would be surprised okay maybe people do yes <laughs> but but this is great because. Right. It will probably also cut down on those 911 calls that don't need to be 911 right, calls. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, calling 911 in those situations, well, it's easy to bag on people for doing that. You're lost somewhere, backcountry. You don't know what city, what county you're in. Fair. So, so what phone number, non-emergency phone number, would you call anyhow? So Fair. giving people the AAA thing, you've just solved that problem. You don't you don't need to understand what jurisdiction you're in. All you need to know is that your iPhone can get uh, AAA out there to give you gas, to tow your car, to wh- whatever it is that you need AAA for. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I have a hypothesis why this didn't happen last year. And I think it's because Apple didn't want to roll out everything at once and then have something break in a horrible way. So try the try the the most important part. Let's save lives. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and that's working well. Yes, we've seen where the problems are, which which accounts for for the second part. Right. Which right. is yeah. Sort out the yeah. system. It doesn't really matter what you're using it for. You get mm-hmm. to learn whether the system works. Right. 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 Yep. And my guess is that the roadside assistance will get used a lot. And Far I'm betting AAA is going to see a, a nice little boost in uh, subscriptions. I liked that you can, if you already have a AAA subscription, this is included. And mm-hmm. if you don't, you can get a just via your phone, you know, via your iPhone roadside assistance subscription, presumably priced somewhat differently, although... I don't know what the difference is. So maybe it's just yeah. a triple A subscription, which is fine. Like that's fine. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm, so we've got this camera in there, which I, I find fascinating. Even the front camera has true depth and autofocus. Um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a, that's an interesting, the, the, the iPhone 15 is a compelling product even for us for me as a i've only ever bought a pro except that one time i bought the 10r which interestingly was the last time the economy was kind of soft oh interesting yeah but yeah I, i'm with you i i've always been a by the pro model ever since the pro models were a thing and i'm looking at this and i'm thinking i need to actually uh really go through the specs and my needs and figure out what phone is the appropriate purchase for me. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I I am very happy that both iPhones 15 now have ultra wideband uh, in the Bluetooth chip, right? Mm-hmm. So that uh, this, this now allows for 
find my friends to use the same sort of precision finding tracking that you get with AirPods, right? Where it, it narrows you down to a thing. Uh, one other thing along those lines that I believe will come with the iOS and Apple or TVOS 17 is that our Apple TV remotes or Apple TV 4K remotes have an, an ultra wideband chip in them to mm-hmm. be tracked like an AirTag. And, and hopefully now it will be enabled, even though we've had this in our possession for a long time. This is criminal that it hasn't been activated. It's especially criminal. And and when I say it's especially criminal, it's like it makes me want to commit criminal acts when I am looking for my remote, knowing that I have all the technology there except the software to to help me find it. Yeah, yeah. I am. I am so with you. I have refrained from committing any criminal acts, Jeff. I just want to make that I, clear. I, I, I laud you for your self-control. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So, oh, and, and by the way, USB-C connector, I know we, we all kind of knew that that was coming, but I'm kind of, I kind of like it. Apple, like they did, they set us up for this the right way because we have USB-C on our iPads and our laptops and we have MagSafe as well for our phones. And Mm -hmm. so it, it's the least amount, it's the least worst time to do this, I think. Uh, yeah, it's the least worst time to do this. Yeah. For for me, I was thinking about it. Oh man, what am I going to do about chargers? Blah blah blah. Sure. Wait. Except in my car, I just put my iPhone on a wireless charger. Ah, right, the car. So in oh, my yeah. car, yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I I don't need to change out anything other than the cable. Right. So I'll just throw a, a USB A to C cable in there. Yeah. Because I'll, that's it. That's all you and, need to do. Yeah. And that'll be fine. Yep. Um, I, I think they're no better way to say this. What I need to do when I have a moment, which we have not had yet is to go through all of the USB-C specs for the standard and the pro phones, because I've had this nagging thing in the back of my mind for a while now, but ever since I accepted that, yeah, Apple actually is going to do USB-C instead of skipping it and yeah. doing something else. I've been thinking that they will have two versions of the spec, the one for the standard phone and the high power version for the pro phones. Which they do in terms yeah. of speeds, at least oh, so, in terms so we of, already know that we, yeah, they, they, well, in a sense, they talked about once they got into the iPhone 15 pro land, They said, and the iPhone 15 Pro with the right cable will do 10 gig transfers. Okay, so I was probably typing something snarky on Mastodon at the time and missed that. Okay, so that confirms the the hypothesis, now it can be a theory, that I had, which is that there will be different uh, specs on the standard versus pro phone. Is that enough to make someone feel like they need to go to pro? If you're transferring large chunks of data wired to or from more likely from your phone, then Mm -hmm. you would want that fast speed. One thing that they, they showed, I mean, of course, you know, taking, you know, 4k video off of the phone or whatever, of course, they also showed a scenario where they, someone was using the phone wired to a Mac and 
taking pictures that were going directly to the Mac, not even being saved on the phone. And you, which was cool when you need the 10 gig cable for that too. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. We did. I it just, while we're talking about cables, a lesson that we learned recently here on the show, which I will reiterate is that in our tests, and I want to make it very clear that I am not saying the specs are the same because they're not the same, but in our tests here, USB four 40 gigabit cables work interchangeably with Thunderbolt 3 and Thunderbolt 4 40 gigabit cables. In so much as hmm. a USB 4 40 gig cable, 40 gig cable will connect to a Thunderbolt device, including a Thunderbolt dock, and act like it is Thunderbolt. Now, I know that the Thunderbolt stuff is held to a tighter standard in terms of the the uh you know, you you have to have to have it reviewed by the by you know intel and apple and the thunderbolt consortium or whatever you don't have to do that with a usb 4 cable or you you can you can do it with the usb consortium but you don't have to uh but as far as just doing it you know the the usb 4 40 gig cables which are less than half the price of a thunderbolt 4 cable uh will work just fine in our tests that's good Good Intel. Yeah. Now, if I were relying on this for a professional workflow, I'd probably just spend the extra money and pay the Thunderbolt tax. But well, sure. It's also a business expense at that point. And, yeah. But it. But for throwing things in my travel bag that A, are going to get beat up and B, I need to have work with all the devices that I have. Those USB four cables are my go to now because I can just replace them when they start to flake out. And I'm not treating them like they're, you know, um, flexible gold or something. So, Do you have a favorite brand? I, I'm asking, not even for a friend, I'm asking for me. Yeah, I, there's there's notes. I will find the episode where we recently talked about it, and I will link it here. I listed the cables that I bought, but I intentionally bought some cables of brands that, like, we've never heard of before. I bought OWC and Cable Matters, right? And mm-hmm. And those all worked as they were supposed to. And then also I bought like, you know, the cheapest Amazon would, would sell me cable and that also worked. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's actually awesome. Yeah. 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 So, um, of course, Thunderbolt five was just announced as someone in our live discord uh, chat as Brian Monroe in our chat tells me. So that'll change everything. Maybe, or maybe not because you can get USB four to go way faster than 40 gigs so maybe it's all still the same in terms of the cables devices are different i'm only talking about cables here but but anyway so like for my car i might wind up buying just some cables that'll do anything and that way if i need to like connect my mac to a monitor it's like well i know that this cable's capable of that and i'm right and and yeah Uh, and keep in mind when intel announces new thunderbolt that doesn't mean they announce that something, and I haven't read any of the, the sure. stuff on Thunderbolt 5 yet, Same. but uh, um, just because Intel announces it doesn't mean that it's available <laughs> for products today. Oh, gosh, no, no. Or it'll this be, year. It'll be even. quite some time, I would imagine, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else about the iPhone 15 Pro, what other differentiators did you notice? Um, One of the things that 
Okay, I just have to address it because it's a thing for me. Yeah. And it's getting rid of the uh, mute toggle, physical toggle switch, yes. and replacing it with the action button. There are so many reasons why this makes sense. Okay. And yet, I wish it hadn't happened because the, the toggle switch was put on the first iPhone and has been there on every iPhone ever since because it needs to be that. And uh, I remember Steve Jobs standing on stage and saying, the, you don't need to go through all this weird stuff of which, what's the right button push or right sequence to make your phone mute. When you need it to stop making sound, you need it to stop making sound. Flip the switch and it's done. Also, you can feel in your pocket, even if it's toggle the switch back and forth, to know if your phone is on mute or not. You never have to look at it replacing it with an action button while giving us all of these new features, which will be very cool, takes away that core functionality of your phone being a phone in that sense. And, uh, and, and even though I'm certain, no, nope, I'm not certain. Uh, I was going to say, even though I'm certain I, I will uh, adapt to the way it works. I don't know. For for me, that switch is something I use multiple times every single day, and and I am not exaggerating that at all. And the fact that I can, that I know the the sound state of my phone without ever having to look at it, is a key thing for me. And with the action button, you will lose that. That is true. You won't be able to just feel your phone with your thumb in your pocket and know is it muted or is it not muted. I, mm -hmm. I will give you that. I wonder if you are in the majority or the, the minority, my, my guess, and this is, I guess I'm in the minority. I think you're in a very, very small minority. Yeah. In terms of this, because I think most people leave their phone ringer on mute a hundred percent of the time or near 99% of the time, except those rare scenarios where it's like, no, I need to know, like there's an important phone call, whatever. But other than that, I think most people just keep their phones in that, in that muted state. And therefore that switch becomes all but useless. Uh, uh, yes. And, and I agree. If that's the case, then, then, uh, I need to suck it up. And, and move <laughs> well, I on. think even if it's not the case, you still I'm, need to suck it up, Jeff. Yes. Yeah. Yes, this this is true. I just like it less. No, I I, I get you. Okay, so um, so we've we've hit on we've touched on one of the things, and that's USB three speeds, ten gigabit, ten gig USB speeds. Just to be very specific, uh, that's one differentiator between the fifteen Pro and the fifteen. Another, of course, is the chip. The fifteen uh, has a seventeen Pro chip, correct? Three nanometer. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Um, it seems a little faster. The neural engine is a lot faster. Uh, double the speed if I if my notes are correct. Uh, the GPU is 20% faster. The CPU is 10% faster. One of the big benefits of the faster neural engine, and it comes to both the non and pro version, is that more of the Siri things happen on device. And yes. so you're able to do more, especially things with health and all that. So like, that's fine, but that's not a differentiator. That's a nice feature. Um, 
their whole thing, other than like really high end photography or videography, seemed to be if you play games, the 15 Pro is the best handheld game device you could buy. I thought that was so weird that 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 was the, that was the, the angle. thing. Yeah. What a, I, what, what, what a niche use. I mean, you're really pushing uh, other than, oh, but you don't get titanium and you don't get an always on screen, which is kind of a bummer because the 15 has the OLED screen. Right. It's got the, you know, the same, the A16 bionic chip as the 14 pro, like it should be able to do always on. I have a but hypothesis it, on this. Also. It doesn't. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So when you look at what we get in the 15 line, not the pro line, yeah. it's basically the 14 pro. Yes. So then you go to the pro line and you have the 15 pro and the 15 pro max. So what sets the 15 pro apart for, for most users? Exactly. It's the 15 pro max. That's different. But because, only a little bit, right? It's got the, the 5X well, zoom instead of 3X zoom, but that's it, right? Yes, but it's also the one that lets you do the spatial videos. I think space... Okay, so we haven't talked about this, but there, there is a way to do um, spatial videos. I thought that was the both pro models could do oh, spatial videos. Oh, if it's both videos. pro models, that, oh, then that, that totally knocks my... Uh, Someone will correct me if I'm will, will tell us which one of us remembered it correctly. Yeah, I uh, thought it was just the the Max. I didn't think so. I thought it was both Pro models. You turn it you turn it in portrait mode. Sorry, you turn it in in landscape, in landscape mode, mode. And then the two cameras at the top now take a stereo video that can then become a spatial video. Yeah. Right. To totally targeting uh Vision Pro. Yeah. Uh so, right, yeah, so, you can't watch it on the phone. I mean, you could watch it, but it's going to be 2D, but then you could go watch it on a Vision Pro. So in right. order to make take advantage of that, you need to spend the extra cash in addition to the 15 Pro on the Vision Pro. So, But, but it's smart because if you want people to use Vision Pro, yeah. giving them the ability to make content that yeah. they can look at on the Vision Pro is important. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so no, I think for a moment, I think that is correct because I have the I take little screenshots as we're as we're doing the thing, and if you're watching the video, um, you'll be able to see this is a screenshot I grabbed from the keynote that mm -hmm. is this that when they show like they're at the end of the segment on the 15 Pro, they put up this screen this, this screen that shows all of the features in like a little grid, and it's it's laid out nicely, and this is for both Pro models that it talks about. Uh, and it says Wi-Fi 6E, by the way, that, you know, that non-announcement. So there you go. Um, it shows USB 3. Mm -hmm. It shows 5X telephoto. And on that, it specifically says on the Pro Max. On the Pro Max, right. But then right next to that, it says spatial it's a video. spatial video without that. Without okay, a so distinction. So, yeah. Okay. Well, then in that case... This causes, I, I think, a product a product lineup problem for Apple. Yeah, for the for the twelve Pro, not twelve Pro Max. The twelve? You're talking a fifteen Pro. Yeah. Okay. So here's the funny thing: there's a twelve Pro Max sitting on my desk right now, <laughs> in front of me. Okay. Yeah. The fifteen. Yes. The yeah. fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. The fifteen Pro versus the uh, the the fifteen. Because the 15 is is basically last year's pro model, 
in a different case. Yeah. Unless you unless you need the 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 cameras. If you you know being able to do 24, 28, 35 millimeter yeah. spatial video. Yeah. What where does the the 6.1 inch 12 15 pro fit into the mix anymore? It it almost doesn't make sense for me. If you're going to go pro, it's it's feeling to me like at this point you need to go pro max. And if you're not going pro max, then go with the standard. Yes, yes, yeah. That's interesting. That's uh, yeah. It's cra- it's crazy. I, like yeah. Um, I am looking here at the screenshot that I grabbed for the non fifth non-pro 15 and i don't see wi-fi 6e nor do i see thread on it which are both on the spec sheet for Mm -hmm. for the other one for the pro so maybe that's a differentiator i don't know it's i i'm going to speculate it's a differentiator because if they basically took the 14 pro and put it in a different body then uh your manufacturing costs will be lower for the newer phone. Oh, uh, maybe I'm looking at tech specs on Apple's website here and, uh, and we will see if in fact there is truly a differentiator here. So let's get to the wireless section of Apple's tech specs, video recording, true depth camera, face ID, Apple pay, Apple card, cellular and wireless. So we get Wi-Fi yeah. six on the the 15 Wi-Fi 6E on the 15 Pro and no thread on the the regular 15. So yeah, that is a differentiator. Yeah, so uh and and I'm looking at um Mac Tracker. Yep. And the specs that I'm seeing for the 14 Pro. Yes. It's basically the same as the 15. What I just what I just read. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, so I have a question for both of us. I'll ask mm-hmm. it to you first. Will you be buying a new iPhone this year? And if so, if you had to make the decision right now and you reserve the right to change your mind between now and whenever you order, you don't have to like lock this in stone. But if you had to make the decision right now, which one would it be? I. It would actually be a really tough call for me between the the 6.1 inch 15 and the 6.1 inch 15 pro. Yeah. And honestly, the thing that that's making it a tougher decision for me, it's, it's not the, the Wi-Fi, it's not the thread, it's not uh better bandwidth on USB-C it's what's in the cameras. And am I likely to use the camera features in the, in the 15 pro and regardless, I'm getting better cameras than I have in my 12 Pro today. So, okay, fair. Yeah. So a 15 is a very enticing uh, price point right now. I, I agree. I agree. So here, here's, I, I, I will answer the same question. I have a 14 Pro that I use as my daily driver. Mm-hmm. Um, if I am going to buy a new phone, I don't know if I'm going to buy a new phone because the 15 makes no sense for me. I would essentially be getting the same phone essentially that I currently have. I would have to spend some amount of cash on it, whether I trade my 14 in or hand it down through the family system mm-hmm. that we have. Right. 
that I would be spending some amount of money to get the same phone with slightly less features because the 14 Pro will do uh, the the standby mode where you put it on its side. I mean, they all the phones will do that that run iOS 17, but my 14 Pro has an always on screen. The 15 mm-hmm. does not. So for me, it's the always on screen that that is the differentiator there. There's no reason for me to get a 15. Uh, it would be the 15 Pro, which is spending even more money obviously Mm -hmm. it's a 200 hundred dollar delta there and do i really want the titanium the answer is yes obviously um will i do this probably but i'm also due for a new apple watch this year i have a series five and And i have an eight so we'll talk about apple watches in a minute but um so i don't i don't i like it's a i'm hard pressed if i'm going to buy a new phone it will be the 15 pro I don't know if I am going to be buying a new phone or not. Time will tell. You know, I download a whole bunch of different things here, testing out software, checking out things, downloading like videos to make sure that the apps that we're talking about on the show work. I don't want my ISP involved in any of that. And that's especially true when I'm on the road doing stuff i don't want whoever's managing that network plus the isp knowing what i'm doing what i'm testing how it's working and this is why i am super happy that today i get to tell you about one of the best vpns out there and easily one of the most affordable ones i've seen the one i choose to pay for pia pia stands for private internet access and they take privacy seriously Not only does PIA hide my IP address, it encrypts my entire connection and it'll do the same for you. They're super transparent there at PIA, right? They never store or record user data. And they're one of the few VPNs that supports P2P file sharing. So you can download just about anything and no one needs to know. And what I really love is you pay for one membership and it can protect up to 10 of your devices simultaneously so right now go to piavpn.com slash mgg to get a whopping 83 percent off your vpn service you're gonna get a better deal than i did plus four free months with a two-year plan it comes out to just over two bucks a month and there's a 30-day money-back guarantee so that's piavpn.com slash mgg for 83 percent off private internet access PIAVPN.com slash MGG and our thanks to PIA for sponsoring this episode. Next up is BB Edit, one of my favorite apps. It's running all the time on my Macs because I use it so often for so many different things. For example, I will use BB Edit when I need to count the words in a document, right? Like I'm filling out some form. I need to be efficient about it. You know, those customer service forms and they're like, oh, you get X number of words or X number of characters. And you got to describe something efficiently. Well, BB Edit is a great way to see what you're doing. You can kind of rearrange and move things around and like, okay, great. So it's good for that. It's good if I need to compare two bits of text and I can do it from the terminal too to compare two documents. It's awesome. Also, that's like the, what I would call the non-nerdy stuff, although that's kind of nerdy, but then it gets even nerdier when I'm doing coding, right? And I'll use BB Edit to do all of my coding because it makes it so nice to see It highlights my code. It figures out what language I'm in. It does this automatically. 
And then it kind of highlights functions in ways that make it easy to visually represent it. I can twist closed functions or definitions of things so that I can see them or focus on them. It's really fantastic. Does all of this great stuff. They've now got a repeat last command command, which is very convenient. Got to check this out. Go to barebones.com. They've got a fantastic trial period that uh, you get 30 days and there's a fresh eval period now for anybody out there that has pre 14 versions who were running in free mode previously. And then after the 30 days, you decide whether you're going to keep it for free and use some of the functionality, but not all of it. Or if you want all the functionality and then you just pay for it. And uh, you know, my guess is you're probably going to want to pay for it, but go check it out. You'll find out barebones.com and our thanks to barebones and BB edit for sponsoring this episode. All right, before we get to the Apple Watches, I wanted to share something uh, that I saw on Apple's website because all these new phones that we just talked about will be running iOS 17 as their baseline. And Mm -hmm. many of our phones will be able to upgrade to iOS 17. And that day will be September 18th, which I believe is Monday the 18th. Mm -hmm. So that is I was off by a day. On oh, my prediction. Okay. I was predicting the nineteenth. Got it. But. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be the eighteenth. Which is fine. You know, it's all good. Yeah. 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 Um, Dave, have you seen anything that says if iPad OS seventeen is dropping on the eighteenth as well? Because I, I know that we're it's another two weeks before we get um Mac OS wine country. Um, good question. I just looked and iPad OS 17 also comes on, out the, on 18th. the 18th. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and we think that Mac OS is also coming Monday. No, it's two weeks later, I believe. Let's see. Um, Apple has not given us a date for this, so I would they, not. They have. Oh, have they? Okay. Yes. And I, and I think it's two weeks later. All right. And I'm sorry, I don't. It, it was it was one of the screenshots that I saw someone pop up, um, and uh, uh, on one of my social medias probably came from the footnotes here. Maybe yeah, I'm looking at the footnotes on the page, or it might have been it from the press releases. But uh, it's like it's coming. It's coming two weeks later, which is much earlier than uh, we have previously seen. Huh. Yeah, I'm not seeing it on the page for Mac if OS. I, if I oh, find wait, it, oh wait, I'm on Ventura here. This is why. I oh can't yeah, find you are. It. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you need to go to Wine Country. Yes, I need to go to Wine Country. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, I'll I'll look for it while we uh, while we chit chat here. But, I I, yeah. I bet someone that's watching live is looking it up right now. They are. You're right. It is September 26th. A hundred percent correct. Yep. Thank you. Uh, and thanks to Ben in the uh, in the chat too. Thank you, Ben. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, do on nine twenty six. Okay. Well, that's, well th- thanks that's for good. looking up the iPad OS thing for me, and uh, as if my fingers won't work, so I couldn't type it myself. Yeah, yeah. No, but this is what we do here. So, uh, yeah. so let's let's talk let's talk Apple Watches. I I um I'm I'm excited about what Apple's doing here. I mean the the S nine SIP. Right mm-hmm. uh, is way faster than the Series Eight. Uh, right, the sixty percent mm-hmm. faster CPU. Now that's got that four core neural engine in there, so that Siri requests can also happen locally on the watch. Which holy crap! Right, like 
it's like, yeah, how powerful does this thing need to be? What are they planning with this? I, the watch has always felt over-engineered to me. And, and the evidence I will share for that is I'm Dave and I'm a nerd. <laughs> uh, I have only ever owned two Apple watches. I owned a series zero, which I still own and it still runs arrived on release day. And I own a series five last year. I bought a series eight and I wound up not even taking it out of the box until I gave it to my dad and helped him take it out of the box. Um, it just, I didn't, I didn't need it. I, I have the always on screen, which was a big deal to me. Uh, but once I got that, it was like, well, do I need another watch? I don't, I don't know. So they mm -hmm. last a long time is what I'm saying. I am due do. for one though. So, and, and I went from the four to the eight. Okay. All right. And, and uh, honestly, my reason for doing that, what it, it, it was a family thing. I, I really wanted a watch on my dad's wrist that had fall detection. Yes. And it had been several years since I'd had a, uh, since I got a new watch and I thought this is my opportunity. I'll get my new watch and then I'll put my my series 4 on my dad's wrist, you know, as fall detection. Yep. And uh, and and I'm glad I did on every level. And uh, and I'm not a watch wearer yet um because I needed to try one out back in our our TMO days right. when when the Series Zero came out, I've been wearing an Apple Watch ever since. Yeah, a lot of people. That's true for a lot of people. The Apple yeah. Watch made a lot of folks watch wearers who had never been watch wearers. That's right. Yeah, and, and I have, I always have a hypothesis. Here's my hypothesis on why our Apple watches seem way over engineered and why. Uh, Apple is talking more and more about Siri on device, both with the watch and the phone. I think that uh, this painfully over long uh, time frame we're going through, where Siri feels incredibly stagnant, oh. is going to change. But Apple needs to have all of these other elements in place before that happens. You are 100% so, right. In, I, in that I agree with you. I can't say that you're right because I don't know that you're right. But 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 you also know that I'm right. Yeah, that's it. Because it's the whole I mean, they've fallen terribly far behind with with in the voice assistant world. And that's going to get leapfrogged as voice assistants and, you know, large language model chat things like chat GPT become one. Right. As soon as mm -hmm. the, the Amazon a lady is essentially a voice interface to chat GPT or something like it. Siri is going to feel like you're talking to a parrot. I, like, yeah, it, 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 it'll be like, Oh, you remember when we used to play with Eliza on our Apple twos? Exactly. Yeah. I do. Remember it'll be, that, it'll feel way. like yeah. that. Yeah. So do I. Yeah. 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 Uh, but, but I think Apple is setting us up for a huge leap forward with Siri and when it happens, we will be both frustrated and excited. Frustrated because why did we have to go so long with uh, with what feels like an inferior product? And then excited because we're going to be getting something that that exceeds what other uh, voice assistant tools are offering us. Jeff, you just spent 99 cents for me and you're going to spend it for you too unless you have already paid it. Did you know that Eliza 
exists in the Mac App Store and it looks like you're playing it on a um, on an Apple II? Were you aware of this? I'm looking it up right now. Eliza. Yep. 99 cents. On the I, Mac apps. There it is. Oh, my God. They even have the dual floppy drives yep. sitting there in the icon. And buy. Yep. There it is. So, anyway, I, I just went to put it in the show notes. And the first thing that came up for Eliza was the Mac app store. I'm like, why is it showing me that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And it turns out it makes good sense. Yeah. It's downloading even as we speak. So everyone, go get Eliza so that you can uh, get your your practice in for uh, using Siri up until we get the 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 big change whenever that comes. This is interesting to me because I I have noticed it has not been intentional. Although my guess is you folks listening might have noticed the last few episodes have included what I will call nostalgia segments. Um, Pete has asked me questions. Maybe Pete's doing it intentionally, but where we've sort of gone down memory lane a little bit here and there. I I only thought about it this past weekend when I was like, oh, you know, we are coming up to show a thousand. Like maybe that's why I'm feeling more nostalgic or maybe that's why Pete's leading me that way. You just introduced today's nostalgia segment. And so I uh, I'm channeling my inner Pete for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure Pete knows. But um, yeah, interesting. So anyway, uh, back to the Apple Watch out of the nostalgia here. Uh, I'm terrible with the nostalgia. Like I, so in moments, I, I embrace it. But then I really just kind of want to move forward because that's, mm-hmm. that's how I am. I'm, I'm impatient. Um, I, I like this watch. I like I love how Apple has yet again taken something from accessibility that people have used and sort of like found ways to make part of their lives. People that don't need it for the, it's intended accessibility used people that are regularly abled instead of differently abled using some feature. And then Apple just brings it to the forefront. And of course I'm talking about what we used to call assistive touch, I believe, and is now the double tap, double tap. Yep. Yep. To to me, that's the killer feature on the new Apple Watch. But uh, is it only uh, on the new watch? Like, will we get it with the new watch OS on older watches? Because they can do it. I thought it was just. The, I, I think you're right that it's just. So I think yeah. the assistive touch version, of course, that stays. Yes. But then, but then yeah, the fair, additional fair. things that it does that will be just on the Apple Watch 9, which tells me that they've probably refined the sensor. I'm, I'm sure they have. Like, yes, it always it always involves uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think this is great. And if you didn't see it in the keynote, it's a thing where you, you on your watch-wearing hand, you tap your forefinger and thumb together twice and can cause the watch to do some different things, uh, which is yeah. cool. Yeah, it, it, it's very cool. And watching the types of things they were doing, I'm like, oh, I want this right now. Yeah. Taking pictures when you're using the camera remote, answering or hanging up calls, muting things. Yeah. So they said they did say something interesting. They said available next month. So I don't think this is because the watch you can get if you were to order the watch, you can order it today and it would and arrive then you get it next week, which is not next month, right? That's September 22nd that it would arrive. So mm-hmm. 
when they said this is next month, I think this is coming in, you know, watch OS 10.1, by the way, watch OS 10.0 is also released on Monday, the 18th with everything else. So, um, yeah. So interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what else about the new watch? What are we, uh, the, the new bands, right? They've got their, what are they calling their vegan leather thing? Fine woven, I think. Which yeah, they're, yeah, fine woven. Okay, so when they announced the, we are getting away from, from leather yeah. for all of our products, um, I turned to my office manager who was napping on the couch beside me. This would be my cat. Yes, of course. And, and I said, well, goodbye, Hermes. Because, because the Hermes leather bands have already been pulled from sale. That happened like yesterday. Oh, interesting. But they have new, they have four new Hermes bands. Right. Right. And, the, and then they announced the new bands, which are not leather. Right. And, uh, and I was like, oh, okay, well, that, that makes sense. But I was thinking, yeah, if, you, if you're going to go with Hermes, you want leather bands. And, uh, and, it, and three of the bands that they're making now, I look at and think, okay, those are nice. And I feel like there's kind of a Hermes thing going on, but then there's the one that's the the kind of silicone-y kind of one, the yep. plasticky one. Yep. And that does not feel like a Hermes product to me at all. You know, I'm curious to see what it looks like. Uh it like on a watch, because it might be like, you know, it it might wind up being like one of those things that Hermes creates and then it becomes iconic because they created it. Yeah. It redefines okay. what we think of when we think Hermes, like a Birkin bag or, you know, what I don't think these watch bands are going to be like in, in quite as short supply as a Birkin bag. But, you know, that sort of thing. I only yeah. learned about Birkin bags this week, and it's because my 23 year old daughter is home and she's obsessed with fashion. So that's now. Yeah. Uh, yeah my, my nieces taught me all about Birkin bags. OK. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. I it, it is a new thing. And now. Um, you know, it's welcome to the thing. club, Dave. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. If anybody actually cares to research Birkin bags, I can't believe we talked about Birkin bags on the show. I'll have to let uh, we, yep. Dave. I'm on, we could go anywhere. I know. Um, um the, the, the uh, bands that the fine woven, which is Apple's, you know, different thing though. I thought those were interesting. I'm curious to touch one and see what it feels like. Yep. Me too. Um, I want to see the Nike bands. The Nike bands look cool. They do. Like the recycled one with the flex of thing. Like those look fun. I, yeah. yeah. When, when, when they did that or when they showed those, my, my first thought was, Okay, so this concept is working well. And for those of you that are listening, I'm holding up my wrist and I have this year's Pride Band on and uh it has the um the the oh, little sprinkles in it for the colors. Sprinkles that is similar each to what's watch going on. Is, each watch band is unique uh, because they just kind of dump them in so you get a random pattern on each watch. That's what they're doing with the Nike bands, just different just different flex. I like it. Yeah, yeah, no, the Nike bands look cool. I'm I'm excited about those. He the Sport Loop band, they made a big deal about how the Sport Loop band now uses 83% recycled yarn and my first thought was what about the Amazon knockoffs? Like are they also going to use 83% recycled yarn? My my I have a theory. Like, I, I would love to hear your theory. My theory is 100% yes because those Amazon knockoffs are made in the same factory. 
I think. I, I think it's, you know, okay. they sell out the front door to Apple for 10 hours of the day. And then for 14 hours of the day, they sell out the back door to an Amazon distributor. That totally makes sense. I love this theory. <laughs> I am completely on board. It's how it works. It's the it's it's the culture of of that industry over there. Well, so that's I don't know. how I ended up with a really good travel mic. And it was because you had discovered it was like Alibaba had yeah. some Behringer mic where they didn't silk screen the logo on. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And yeah. I bought and I and I still travel with that. It's an awesome mic. So yep. thanks for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, yeah. Um so I'm I'm excited about the I, I like what they're doing with the watch. I, I, I like I'm the the chip in it makes a big difference to me. I, I before we answer our would we buy one question this year, I, I want to talk about the ultra uh, because okay. I think that's that's part of this this question because chances are we wouldn't buy two watches although we're nerds and i accept that so uh let's let's talk about the ultra right the um it also has the same chip right the s9 chip Mm -hmm. in there which means the on device siri the double taps it both of them have ultra wideband which makes the finding of things easier both the finding of your watch and also the finding of things using your watch is now Mm -hmm. as long as they all have ultra wideband which is great um the brightness of the Apple Watch Ultra 2 now goes up to 3,000 nits. That's 50% more than even the the regular Apple Watch, which is super bright. Um, dual frequency GPS. They've got that, um, they call it the modular ultra watch face that mm-hmm. I, uh, I, it goes like edge to edge and has every gizmo and gadget you could possibly imagine on there. I, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been tempted by the ultra. I put one on my wrist. I have, I know, I know, I think if I remember correctly, you are someone with, with small wrists as well. I, I think yeah, mine I, aren't quite as small as yours. Yeah. But. And, and I actually wear the uh, smaller Apple watch. Right. And even though I could wear the bigger one, I don't like wearing watches. Right. So <laughs> I want it to be as small and light as possible. Sure. Well, the new Watch Ultra is somewhat lighter because it's now 95% recycled titanium or whatever. So, like they said, that it's a little lighter. Maybe I misunderstood that. But I'm I'm tempted. I've worn the Watch Ultra. It is chunky, but not too big for me. And I, I am also someone who wears mechanical watches, which are sort of naturally chunky, uh, especially in mm-hmm. automatic. Cause it's got to have the little winding, um, you know, uh, whatever they call it, the counterweight in there. So I'm used to chunky watches. I like chunky watches. So the chunkiness of the ultra does not bother me. And I've, I'm, I'm toying with the idea of just going with the ultra two this year, but I don't know. What, what about you? Is there anything about the ultra you want to talk about? Or do you want to answer this question here? Uh, I'll blend it all together. Great. First, I am completely the demographic for this watch. Interesting. Just, just straight up because it's designed for people that do a lot of outdoor activities, yep. end up in places where you're not going to have a cell signal, uh, where pl- places where you get weird weather changes, you have big altitude changes. It's like everything about this watch says, oh, yeah, Jeff probably already owns one, and I don't. Um and the reason I don't is because this would be a secondary watch for me, and I can't justify having two watches right. or two Apple watches uh, because it's too big for for what I want for daily use. That's fair. Yeah. Um, 
that that said, holy crap, what what they what they're doing with Ultra Two? I mean, this is a really really cool watch, um, and the titanium. We should talk about titanium for a minute as someone that does a lot of outdoor stuff. If you haven't uh, uh, had side-by-side comparison between the regular thing, which is like stainless steel or aluminum or whatever, yeah. and then the titanium version, you don't get it. It's it's like it's like it feels like it can't be real, like it's magic. The difference with the titanium because it's stronger and it is so much lighter. Yeah. So the the whole titanium thing. Uh, to me, is very compelling. It's actually one of the things that's re- that's very compelling about the uh, the iPhone Pro this yeah. year too. Titanium yeah. body, yeah. Um, but the the screen brightness when you live in a place like I do, where uh, you're higher altitude, you have more glare. Um, it's just brighter in general. A brighter display makes a big difference. The and it has the dual GPS. So if I'm interpreting that correctly. As someone that's done a lot of GPS stuff in the past, that means that it's acquiring two signals simultaneously? Yes, I believe that's correct. It's not just the one. And then, well, it, yeah, normally you would have like what we've had traditionally in the watch. And I think some of the phones, although I believe it's changed over time. Someone will, will clarify this for me, please. But um is that you'd get you have one GPS receiver and then it also uses the cell tower triangulation to sort of be the secondary um you know secondary location data point to give you accurate location data as you point out the watch ultra is built for folks who are not near a cell signal and so you need that or that second GPS receiver now actually makes a big difference so, yes, and yeah. and it's the setup for what I think is coming next for for Apple Watch Ultra. Okay, so with one signal, what it, what it does is the watch gets uh, a lock on a single satellite, and now it's tracking the position change of the satellite relative to you, and then it uses those different positions of the satellite to to uh, pinpoint your location. Right. It's slower, not as accurate, but it's way better than not having anything. And it's still pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, you get two and now it's using the two satellites simultaneously to, uh, to, to locate your position. And so you get much faster acquisition and, uh, you have much higher accuracy. So series three will add in the third, oh. and that's your golden and that's place the gold for standard. GPS. That's right, because yeah. now you have three satellites to triangulate your position basically instantly, and now you get GPS altitude. Oh, you're totally right. Oh man, you're th- you are full of theories today, uh, and they're good I, theories. I like this. I, I am so happy I can bring theories to you of all people. Dave. I want to debunk one of them. I think. Um, Please. So you talked about titanium and I'm with you. It's lighter than than many other metals that are used in many of these other things. So I went and looked at the specs for the iPhone and the iPhone 15, the, the, the you know, 6.1 inch iPhone 15 is 171 grams. OK, OK. The 15 Pro, the titanium version is 187 grams. Well, thank you. Bigger battery. Yeah, bigger battery. That, that's my more, guess. More cameras is, too, right? There's yeah, yep, yep. And, 
And my my guess is that uh, that that's where your extra weight is really coming from. I think you're probably right. And it would weigh significantly more if it wasn't an aluminum frame, or excuse me, a titanium frame. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, of course it would. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I um, you know, I'm in a different spot than you with the watch because I didn't buy one for me last year, so I am on a Series Five. I am in a world where I could. Like I could buy a new watch and then also use my series five when I want. Right. Like, see, this is a totally legit way to do the upgrade. And, uh, and I could do the same thing. My series eight is awesome. I have no need to replace it. You don't need. Yeah. That's the thing is like, if I wanted to supplement it, yes, this would be the way to do it. And supplementing one year after you bought your most recent watch or, you know, four years after you bought your most recent watch are, are different economic or at least different psychological mm-hmm. uh, g- games that we play with ourselves. So yeah, yeah, yes, they are. All right. Yep. I have one last thing to share before we take off here for this week. And that is that Apple mentioned this in the keynote, but they also put out a press release about it to make it very clear. There is a new case that is included now with the AirPods Pro second generation. And that case now has USB-C. The, the mention we got of that in the keynote yeah. wasn't even really a mention. No. It, but it was there. And if, you, and if you weren't paying attention, you wouldn't have seen it. Nope. Because they said you can use that same USB cable to charge. And they listed off everything. And hey, check it out. There's an AirPods Pro case. There's an AirPods Pro case. And I'm like, I don't think that's how it is but sure okay so yeah there you go that's all right uh, so dave now the next question is yeah can you buy the case separately oh i don't see this is uh let's see shop accessories for airpods hang on let me pull this up for us all to see if you happen to be watching so uh i am looking at accessories for airpods no, no, no. Second generation USB-C. It's right there for two forty nine. But I don't see. But no separate case. Uh, headphone accessories, maybe. Let me see. Headphone accessories. I can buy a case for the case. I can buy a case for the case and another cushion for the case. Wireless charging case for AirPods. Okay. And the answer, Jeff, is not that I can tell. Not today, Jeff. Not today. Yeah, that's probably the right answer is not today, but we shall see if, in fact, that comes around. So fun stuff. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this with us. I, I think we've dissected everything. Is there anything else on on your list before we uh, say goodbye to one another and every everyone else? super fast i like that uh that they're okay making it a bit commercial and having fun that's yeah. the way the keynote should be yeah 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 and i thought the pacing of this one was much slower than what we've seen previously and that's what told me oh we're only getting air like um uh, uh watch and iphone there is no oh and by the way we have more to talk about with the vision pro or whatever it was like no they spent obviously spent a lot of time talking about their Apple 2030 environmental uh, movie. That was thing. a big thing. Yeah, that was, that was a lot of time to do that whole. It was a nice way. 
to sort of poke fun at themselves for their obsession with including this in keynotes to do the whole Mother Nature thing. That was that was cute. And it, and it was cute. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. They owned it. Like they, they're like, yeah. yep, we know we talk about this. Let's let's have some fun with it this time. Thank goodness. You know, but that made it that made it last way longer than just somebody throwing up a slide and saying, "Here's all the things we're doing. Thanks, bye." You know, now now on to the good stuff. So, but now people are going to be talking about Apple's environmental initiatives a lot more than they otherwise would have. That's right. Oh, and uh, one more one more thing: iCloud mm-hmm. Plus adds uh, six terabyte and twelve terabyte plans. To yes, uh, I saw that the mix there. So that's good. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. You can buy, so listener Ben in our chat says you can buy a replacement AirPods case for for sixty nine. sorry, for $89 US, and perhaps that would be one with USB-C. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be, that would be, if there is a path to it, and th- that should be the path to it, that's Makes how sense. you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that the iPhone Pro, I think it's only the iPhone Pro, can charge... AirPods or Apple Watch from its USB-C port. Right. The, the charging of the watch, that's a, you know, that's kind of nice. That That's, yeah, that's a nice differentiator. Yeah. yeah. It is with USB-C, Ben confirms. So, yes, you can buy an AirPods Pro 2 Gen 2 case with USB-C for 89 bucks to replace your one with Lightning. Okay. Yep. Thanks for looking that up, Ben. That's amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us, Jeff. Thank you so much for doing this with me. Uh, I love this. So, you Dave, rock. thank you so much for having me. This is so much fun. Tell people where they can find you if that's not uh, something that people would have already done. For, for those of you that haven't found me yet, on social medias, Jay Gamut. Right now, mostly Mastodon and Instagram. Um, other shows I'm doing right now, most Tuesday evenings, that means later tonight, uh, Chuck Joyner's uh, Mac Voices Live. I bet we'll talk about some of the same things. Thursdays on Dave Ginsburg's In Touch With iOS. Then on the British Tech Network, I'm hosting The Big Show on Thursdays, The Mac Show on Fridays. And Dave, you remember this guy, Brian Chaffin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian and I, we, we do a show called The Context Machine, and... Uh, it's a pretty safe bet we will probably find something out of the keynote to talk about this week. Too. I, I am eager to hear how the two of you dissect this, because my guess is it's going to be uh, a very different set of angles than what you oh, and I just will, went through here. I yeah. am certain it will be a very we'll come in from a completely different angle. Yep. Fun stuff. Thanks for hanging out with us, folks. Thanks for checking out our sponsors, of course. You can find them at MacGeekUp.com slash sponsors. Of course, PIAVPN.com slash MGG and BareBones.com. Thanks to Cashfly for providing all the bandwidth to get the show from us to you. And thanks to all of you for listening. 999 episodes, man. Congratulations. I know. Thank you. It actually does mean a lot. It really does. It really does. It's kind of amazing. Jeff. Do you have three words of advice to share with our friends before we say goodbye to the three digits? I I do, in fact. Don't get caught. Made up.